You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. James, this this heat, this heat wave we're going through, right, makes it feel like Pasana, not Tatooine, but Pasana. Because I just say, "Ooh, it's a sauna in here!" <laughs> Rebel Scum Podcast. This is why I'm sweaty, Brock. This is sweaty, James. It has been 35 plus <laughs> for the last week. Yeah. It's I, nice outside, but my air conditioning is not working, so... Yours doesn't work. I only have the portable... I have three portable air conditioners. Mm-hmm. They do not do enough. Yeah. <laughs> Close the blinds! Close them all! <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'll take this over, over the cold snow. 100%. I'll take this over the cold. Um, 100%. Yeah, I much prefer that. I much prefer... That, but then Aaron's like, we're going to do a garden. And I'm like, oh my god! She's like, so start shoveling your garden, and the garden is is 40 feet long. Yeah, it's no, and I'm not exaggerating. 40 feet, it is 40. It's a 40 by 20 garden. Yeah, yeah. and she's like, we have to dig rows. <laughs> so I'm out there sweating, and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I think I have heat stroke. <laughs> And then I reach up and Obi Wan's there, and like it's like reverse hoth outside, but it is it, it's way nicer. Um, I only have a few beers left. It's getting crazy, uh, but I do work inside during the day. Although later on uh, today, I'm going to work outside because I can. Yeah, and it's nice. Enjoy it's nice day. to wear shorts. Have you been wearing shorts? A hundred percent. Yeah, I'm oh. like uh, like in the shorts. But but when we first so I had to till the gardens. When I was doing that, I wore pants uh, for a few oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because obviously that. But also, the area I was where we took around it was like Tickville, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, luckily, I did not get any on me at all, which was mm-hmm. nice. But uh, and like not even one crawling up me. There was none. So we might have got because we mowed the area before. So I think we might have got all the tick. But I wore it because like. But I'll tell you. <laughs> It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> I do. I do. I know. Like, what was Luke thinking wearing those robes on Tatooine? Like, jeez, that is exhausting. By the way, do you think Uncle Owen and all them? He's just wearing like Qui Gon's robes, and maybe he left there one night when they stayed there. Because where? Like, why do they dress the same as Jedi on on Tatooine? I don't know. I think I really. It's so. It's. You can't really talk about the no. uh, Tatooine uh, apparel because, yeah, it's like robes and like tight. <laughs> like, would you say Luke's wearing boots or is it just like some kind of like cloth shoe that goes halfway up his like calves? And then you get Amperu wearing like a polyester 70s <laughs> Brady Bunch vest. And they drink milk. Yeah, I don't even like milk when it's cold out. Let alone, I'm not. I'm not a milk supporter. I'm a mm. eh, no. Yeah, not not a fan of the milks, especially if milk was a bad choice. Anchorman was right. Ron Burgundy never lies. Ever. Never. 
Yeah, as many fine suits. Um, <laughs> this week on Monday, May 25th, it was my youngest sister's birthday. But also, ah, yeah. it's Star Wars Day, the day where the original Star Wars was released. And I don't... So, I gotta tell you this. So, two days ago, or yesterday, I don't know when it was. I, was, I don't know. I, I think I was like, what should we talk about this week? Which was very last minute. And I found an interview with Gary Kurtz <laughs> from 2010. Oh, wow. So it's 10 years old. And he is going to Star Wars Celebration 5. Right. And he's pretty candid and he talks a bit about how him and Lucas kind of parted ways and why he no longer is affiliated like with Star Wars. It was a pretty good read. I cannot remember for the life of me what website it was on, but it was 2010 Celebration 5. And he talked about how um, it was, they called it Episode 4, not because they were planning on three more before, but it was like just for fun to what they used to watch as kids, how it just be an episode. And they'd watch in the middle of a series and it'd be like Episode 4. So they just called it Episode 4. It just happened to be the number they picked, apparently, according to Kurtz. And, hmm. and he said, he said, so Lucas had this 500, I think it was 500 pages or something, like, story. And hmm. like, it was just too much to do. So the middle part of it seemed like it would make a good movie. And that was uh, A New Hope. It ended up being A New Hope. And he, he goes into how they tried to get Flash Gordon rights, but it was too expensive and they wouldn't have any control. Mm. And then Empire Strikes Back, he says, he came up with the title, but he also said that I didn't really know this, that that was actually part of that original 500 page script was actually Empire Strikes Back was a part. I don't know how much of it, but a part of that yeah. was, was in there. And wow. then, yeah. And then he titled it Empire Strikes Back and he left uh, Lucas. He, he didn't do Return of the Jedi because at that point he could see that it was all all the focus was on the, the toys. Yeah. And he didn't oh man, it was pretty it was a gosh, I wish I could tell everybody where to read it because it was a good read. It was um but he says they were working on it and originally Han Solo the first half, like exactly like we see, it was about saving Han Solo. They save Han Solo, but halfway through it the Imperials kill him. So Solo <laughs> gets rescued wow. and then dies. And then it would end yeah. with Leia struggling with being a politician. And it would end with Luke leaving, walking off into the sunset. He said, much like Clint Eastwood in those westerns. Um, so there was no him putting on the helmet saying, I'm the new Vader or anything. And according to Kurtz on this article, that's 10 years old. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of, yeah. But uh, he went on all that. It was I thought it was a really good read. It was not all everything was new, but it was I, – I think the reason why I found it actually was because I was like, I wanted to know his – his perspective because you know you hear the George mm -hmm. Lucas you hear this and that but I was like what did Kurtz actually think and do and so yeah he hated the second Death Star idea and there's a few things and then he said he could see that the profits from the toys because he goes the, the problem is you make way more money selling toys than you do making the movies yeah. so he could see that that was the direction it was heading and he actually also said that he he didn't mind the prequels he didn't like Hayden Christensen so he's he's on mm -hmm. he's he's on your thinking brock yeah he didn't like <laughs> um he said that flat out and there's a few other things but for the most part he seems he said he didn't mind them so that was kind of that surprised me mm -hmm. more than anything <laughs> nice that's awesome it's uh it's wild that there's still stuff out there 
stories. I mean, I, I know the interview is like 10 years old, but it's just <laughs> literally like, 10 years. Old. That's not something that we talk about on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, there's still so much information out there. I mean, if anything, this shows you like how movies have to go through several drafts when they're writing. Like it's just, you don't just automatically like think up. Yeah. He's a kid. And then, uh, He's a, he's also a wizard. Like, <laughs> oh wait, I guess J.K. Rowling kind of thought that. <laughs> wow, that was a bedtime story for kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I think he goes into the drafts and all that, and it made me go. You know what's funny? Yeah. So, so the Rise of Skywalker, they had a ton of drafts and everything for it, right? And somebody, I won't say who, but they tweeted out like, "People who like this movie, how can you like it, knowing that they had to do all these rewrites?" And <laughs> do you like the first Sam Raimi <laughs> Spider-Man movie? Uh yeah sure. Okay, when it came out, did you like it? Yeah, because it like the CG of him swinging around was great. I actually just rewatched uh, Homecoming, and I was like, "This is a great Spider-Man movie." <laughs> so did I like Homecoming, but Iron Man takes me out of that movie. That's right, I said it. Mm. Take that, Tony Stark. Take it. Um, I like far, far, far away from home, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Sorry for <laughs> I like. I've actually liked every single Spider-Man movie because I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Same with Star Wars. I don't care. But anyway, the first Sam Raimi movie, which everybody loved, and it made a bazillion dollars opening weekend. It was like the highest grossing opening weekend of all time. Yeah. Made like $90 million at the time, which was insane. Um. Anyway, I can't find the article I'm trying, but David Kep, is that how you pronounce his last name? Coep, David Kep, I think it is. He directed Premium mm-hmm. Rush and... um. Anyway, he wrote that script. He wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote a bunch of stuff. He didn't do Spider-Man 2 because he had to do like 125 drafts of Spider-Man. Of the first one. Of the first one. I remember reading that when I was, I was in college at the time. I was like, whoa, that's insane. And he's like, I, right. just, he's like, I just don't think I have it in me to do it again. Yeah. Um, so, and then the Spider-Man 2 writing stuff, there is drama behind that. Anyway, I won't get into that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so revisions happen, rewrites happen. It's filmmaking. It's yeah, a process. It happens all the time. Exactly, and you know what? I actually, Looney Tunes Chris, no, Tiny Tunes Christmas Special, mm. one of the best. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you do. You got William Shatner in there. You got Cher. <laughs> you have uh, Luke Perry. It's none of their actual voices, but they're no, no. <laughs> they're, it's Tiny Tunes. You have the Schmagoos, which are like the who's but a rip off of the who's and uh mm. anyway there's one part and the whole time plucky duck do you remember plucky duck plucky oh yeah plucky is like he's trying to be a part of it and they keep changing the script on him he's like we're on pink pages we got the purple pages and he never knows what he is eventually <laughs> and I, that, I don't know every time i think of the rewrites i think of that <laughs> <laughs> but even yeah, that's I like mean... 1991 <laughs> Yeah, like it's just you gotta think of like it's not you're not even talking about what the like studio wants you to do or whatever, right? You're ta- you, even just like your main idea, you don't figure it out yeah. in the first draft. Like it would be wrong to like this is my first draft, I'm done. And like, no, no, <laughs> the first draft is you could finish it quickly. It could be done, but by yeah. by the time your thing is finished, it's gonna look very different. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's so true. Actually, there's so many articles now where it's like, where I mean, we've talked about this before ad nauseum, where it's like, uh, 
where the new trilogy should have learned from the old trilogies and, and just like or like this is what should have like I guess I read looking for Hollow News there was a one about Fastbender was possibly going to be Poe Dameron but it's just like the title is always like who the actor who would have yeah. been Poe Dameron and then you read it, it's like well he auditioned for a main role and but it wasn't like the character wasn't fleshed out it was like it might have been like male rebel pilot but well, like, it even says in the article that it's like they didn't care about like gender or race for characters per se they just wanted to find the right well, actor i think the final three for finn were boyega jesse plemons mm-hmm. and yep. another white guy i think yeah i guess so it's just yeah this is just like he, he you like listen to these stories and like who cares it's like, i remember when when you know i think when I was younger, like high school or college or whatever, and you heard like Christopher Walken auditioned for Han Solo, you're like, oh, and then Saturday yeah, yeah. Live like yeah, took yeah, that yeah. and ran with it. That's it's when you can look at it and be like, that's fun, you know? Yeah. Like when it's fun, yeah. it's fun. But now it's like it's like Will Smith was almost Neo, but he turned it down. It's fun. You could talk about it. You could have a good time. It's it, you shouldn't think of what would have been and nothing would have been because it didn't happen for a reason. And uh, you get what you get, and usually you get the right answer because sometimes. Like Will Smith as Neo, he was probably right to turn it down. Yeah, maybe financially he was wrong, but I think I don't think he would have been as right. I mean, it probably would have been written differently. So yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe the movie doesn't work because it's Will Smith. I think Suicide Squad Squad works only because of Will Smith. Actually, yeah, I don't yeah. think Suicide Squad works, but I think Will Smith works in Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like it's it's like like if you put Will Smith in the type of character actor he was at the time, I guess he's still kind of the same. It would become like men in black where it's like, you become part of a secret society, (laughs) which maybe that wouldn't have been bad. I don't know. It's just like, that's why I didn't want to do it. You know, it's like, it's the major. Just just relax. It's a lot of bending over really dramatically. (laughs) But But people turn down roles all the time. Sometimes you hear them like, Oh, I regret that one. But then you like, and sometimes they yeah. flat out say, nah. Well, like Ghostbusters, John Candy turned down uh, Lewis Tuttle, my favorite character, Rick Moranis, the greatest. Mm. And I believe it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, John Candy also turned that down. And he both times suggested Rick Moranis for those roles. Mm. And it's and he just he just, actors, the good ones especially, will know, like, that's not for me. That's, and they, yeah, exactly. They're like, this is who's way better for the role. It's everything's the same. I will recommend yeah. a better podcaster than me every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> stop stop recommending Andrew, for the love of God. No, I said better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, some actors just don't remember they were even in films. Like with Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did she forget she was in? Spider-Man. Well, that was- Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, but she was probably shooting that. She's one. barely she, in that movie. Yeah, but she probably shot that. They were. She was probably on set for like Avengers Ten. She, they were like, "Can you just do this line?" She's like, "Yeah, I'll do the line." Like, uh, look, man, those movies are paychecks. Oh yeah, Chris Evans was like, "Oh, he's like, it changed my life taking that role." No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> now you have seven houses. I get it. It's fine. Uh, no, and you you know what? Whatever. Willem Dafoe only took Spider Man because he needed a big a big movie. He's like, I want to do a big movie. 
Paycheck. Yeah. He does that big movie, then he can do the lighthouse ten years, thirteen years later, twenty years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As ever. So this Monday, May twenty fifth, was also um well this we went on a tangent. This was like that old show on TLC called uh Connections. I used to watch a show called Connections way back in like nine the early nineties, and this guy talked and he would start with like he would start with like poker and he would end up with like the Roman guards. And you're like, How did you get there? And they'd all connect. Anyway. May 25th was also Big Solo 2 Happen Day, which uh, another oh, podcast, right. The Resistance, uh, they've done for a couple years, but it explodes on the Twitters and everybody wants right. Solo 2 Happen. We talk about it all the time. I love Solo. I drink out of a Han Solo coffee mug. <laughs> um, I did a video January before that thing came out saying it's going to be good. And right. I proved why it was going to be good. And you can agree with it or disagree with it. That's besides the point. Um but with this new era of Disney Plus, are we more likely to get Solo Two? I think that would be silly not to, but I don't know. It's I think they've learned with the Mandalorian that you take a chance. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence about this whole hashtag make solo to happen don't get me wrong i want that movie i was again bringing up spider-man again i was watching it with reham and the chemistry between ned and peter i'm like that's mm. like chewy and han and solo like it's just like that was the best part of that movie Absolutely. like alden Einrank and jonas sotamo like they're back and forth that is grounds for a whole other movie period in this sentence and then yeah throw in some mall like ooh. Uh, but uh, I'm not. I'm really not on, on board for all this. Like hashtag this. I'm like, just because the Snyder cut happened <laughs> is about to happen. Like I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah, I I I'm with you on that. I think look, it worked, we talked about it. it worked for Sonic, and I I'm really mm-hmm, right. I I never did the hashtag release the Snyder cut thing because that's I don't like. We got the Justice League, and I was whatever. Yeah. I was moderately fine with it i enjoy i I actually was like that was okay um there are elements i'm like but i i'm one of the 17 people that really enjoy enjoy batman v superman and i think man of steel is a phenomenal movie i don't i still think it was weird that they were like this is gonna kick off for your universe because it doesn't it's very isolated yeah yeah, but i love it as a movie um and i think it's i actually think it's probably i think henry cavill's the best superman Fight yeah. me, fight me, Twitter. Um, I think he's great. I hope he does come back for more. Uh, but it is, and look, it's the only reason Center Cut's coming is because of this HBO Max thing. <laughs> That's why it's happening. They're like, which profit? maybe you have an answer for this. I don't understand why that's going to HBO Max when DC already has a streaming service. I know it's not doing as well, but what is the reason? I- I'd imagine that DC thing might go out the window. So HBO Max is owned by Warner. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't so, know who owned so, HBO. That makes sense. So here's what I know about HBO Max. In Canada, us, yeah. the stuff that's going to go there for the most part will be on Crave. Yeah. So if they get something that isn't in like Netflix Canada or Disney Canada or whatever, it'll go yeah. on Crave here. Um, yeah. In the States, if you have HBO Now go. or whatever it's called, yeah. Go, whatever it's called. There's two. Uh, if you have that and you pay for that separately – you automatically will get HBO Max. Oh, if cool. you have HBO 
whatever their app is called through your service provider, you have to pay additionally for HBO Max. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. The states, I hear, it's like sometimes you get subscriptions depending on yeah. what mobile device or mobile service you use. Uh, yeah, I think there's HBO, which is like the typical HBO, but mm-hmm. then there's HBO Go, which was an app, yeah, and HBO Now, or it was a streaming other way. It says I like it doesn't make sense, and I feel like maybe one just exists over the other one now, but. Ours have all uh, just kind of blended into Crave now, so that's better for us. Yeah, no. I think they even released some HBO. Like, is HBO Max out already? It came out on the 27th. So, like, shows that are on there have premiered on Crave, apparently. I think I so, think yeah. Because I think jo- I think- Joker was, like, the big one. So, Joker's on Crave mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah, it's on Crave, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, oh. they're all, yeah, they're all together, which is it's cool. I don't but, know. Yeah. but that's uh, why the Snyder Cut's happening is because they need content for HBO Max. right? And this is why Disney should look at this and be like, let's give special editions of Star Wars or despecialized yeah. Star Wars. Just put every version of everything you have on there. Um, Funny enough, I was in on Facebook and Nerdist popped up. I don't follow Nerdist, but it's like an ad of it. It was like an article about a special edition of Star Wars A New Hope going on Disney Plus. I'm like, another one? But it was it was just an article about McClunky once again, but it was from like a year ago, but it was an ad for oh, now. Oh, yeah, I hate like, those ads. I got those I'm all the like, time. come on. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't fault Nerdist. It's an algorithm, I assume. Uh, but like, the reason like I think this is important to talk about is that HBO Max is like throwing out this big hitter. Like D- Disney Plus has to follow up and suit because it's just like mm-hmm. I disagree with a lot of people, but there are a lot of people that are like, I don't want Disney Plus anymore because the Mandalorian is done and nothing else new has come out. I do think it's a problem that they yeah. they, they rely. Well, they also look HBO Max in the states is uh, is right now eleven ninety nine, but regular it's going to be like thirteen or fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. that's twice as much as Disney Plus. And Iger said Disney Plus is going to be cheap because they won't have the content. They have mm-hmm. a ton of back back uh, log, back catalog of stuff. Yeah. But I, I just, I, kids kids don't like watching old stuff. You know that. They're not like, like there's a few old ones. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are the ones that are nice. But yeah. the old, old stuff, I just don't. How many kids are sitting down and watching Pollyanna without their parents forcing them to do so? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's just oh, old, old stuff. Yeah, you, mean. <laughs> yeah. you know what? You know, that's the thing, though. But a lot of it is that. Like the Lion King and Aladdin, they're old. But I think they're still, yeah. kids will still watch yeah. them because the songs are fun and they're very colorful. Yeah. yeah, but the older you get, it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to sit through that. Uh, so I think that that's one thing. That they really like. I don't know if you've seen, but Josh Gad, who does everything during quarantine, yeah. he's like a better John Krasinski who doesn't oh. sell out. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, he they've been doing these Olaf shorts. Have you seen these? No, they're like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. I don't even think yeah. they're tell- and it's just Josh Gad clearly recording on his phone or something. And yeah. he does like the voice, and then the animators at home just animate Olaf doing something like having a bath oh, or eating cool. or eating a. He eats a snow cone at one point, and he, he turns pink. He's like, "I'm a snow cone," and that's it. That's like the whole thing. <laughs> and you could like the audio isn't the greatest quality, but 
they're really short. And they're released online. I'm like, those are cool. Why not throw that on Disney? Why not do stuff like that on Disney Plus? Be like quarantine shorts. Bam. Yeah. Just like yeah. the yeah. top animators of whatever and and do it. Because uh, it's, I don't know. I, I think people would. Like there's a 90 Day Fiance, the great second greatest show on television right now. 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Dude, they're capitalizing on it. They have this thing called oh, yeah. quarantine life. And it's just their people. Their people that are on the show like, I'm in quarantine. Like, oh my God, it's yeah. an hour <laughs> weekly. <laughs> so I think, you know, they could do that with Star Wars stuff easily, right? Like, uh, Daisy, oh, really, yeah. Daisy really read a book. They did the book reading. I think that was online again. Get her to say a few Ray lines. Give me a Ray short. Yeah. Post Rise of Skywalker. It's, it's so funny because it's like, yeah, a lot of people were pre- prepared to like do shows from their houses, but it is kind of crazy <laughs> i don't want to make it sound like our podcast sounds amazing but like there's still like a real fall off of quality of audio because it's like uh-huh. they're they're doing you you can listen to uh, actors read harry potter yeah. the first book on spotify and daniel radcliffe does the first one i think there's more chapters i want to listen to and he is does that, a great job hmm? is that done by who's 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 uh leading that one I don't know. I can't remember. Taika Waititi did James and the Giant Peach. I know that. Did he? Oh, yeah. him and like he got that. like he got. I think like every week he grabbed a bunch of people and they read it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But like he's reading it and he does a good job, but then it sounds like he's just recording it with his phone. And I'm just sort of sitting here. It's like I understand no one was ready for this epidemic, but like at this point, <laughs> you can get him a good microphone. You don't like, need a good microphone. There's a trick. And it doesn't sound as good, but you plug oh, in right. headphones into your phone <laughs> and it and it works as a microphone. It doesn't sound as yeah, good, yeah. but it sounds 3,000 times better than the echoiness yeah, of your computer. It's a wild. Your phone. Yeah, you just plug in headphones. And you do, that's how I did the voiceover for my short. And not one person has commented on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forced yeah. him to take his time and make sure it sounded properly. But like, it's not that hard. You plug it, everyone yeah. can plug it. You plug it in and you say a couple lines. And it's it's clean it's cleaner, right? It sounds a lot more clean. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I don't, it's just I don't like, know. There's a. I mean, I don't know why I bring that up. I think it's just sort of like, oh, that's good. That means uh, like at some point they're like, we can't do it like this anymore. Let's go back to normal. <laughs> so I, I'm with you. Though. I'm I am tired of people's houses. <laughs> I'm just like, I just like I don't know what it is. I, I'm not somebody who like obsesses over celebrity houses anyway. Yeah. I don't care where like no offense. I don't care where people live. You yeah. know what I mean? So like like, you know, I put up this crappy little stuff behind me and you have like an actual set. I'll have one eventually one year. But like <laughs> these are different. I'm saying, Oh yeah, we might and you're in your kitchen or you're clearly in a bathroom. It's like <laughs> I'm just Oh, I, I love that it's like Especially for podcasts, it's they're telling people to sit in closets with clothes because yeah. of like cloth like buffers the sound makes it sound better. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no, if you're in a giant open space, you might be a little yeah. like plug yeah. in headphones. They work fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It- <laughs> but I, I just think. What? Um, hmm? What were we even going to talk about today? <laughs> Solo 2. But I, talked about Star also, Wars. the Star Wars show did it from home, and they both sounded great. 
Mm, now Anthony mm. Carboni, I believe, has his own podcast, so he has the equipment and he shows yeah. it off. Uh, yeah. But they both sounded fine. I mean, look, they have like the best people probably giving them their yeah. <laughs> tech and whatever. But it is anyway. Solo two happening. Um, that's really all we had. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Don't get me wrong. Like I think where they leave you in the end of Solo, there's so much you can you can work with. There is a like, fear, though, with the hashtag, like you said, and that's okay. Like you said, it works for Sonic, work for Steiner Cut. Eventually, it'll be like, stop telling us what to do. And there's going to be like a revolt. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And I, Solo 2 would be great. The thing is, everybody at Lucasfilm is just saying it's not on the radar. Yeah. And you could you could try to get it on the radar, but it's such a big endeavor that's going to cost a lot of money. And if they don't think it's going to earn that money back, they'll move on. And they might just be like that. That ship is sailed. The chapter's closed. Yeah. They just won't go back to it. I think, and I think the, that's the only, the only thing I think that could possibly make it happen is if they desire to continue talking about Maul, which yes. I hate to say, but like Maul and Mandalorians are like the big seller right now. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Maul is gonna if if they continue with Maul, they can make Maul bigger than Vader iconically yeah yeah i don't think so yet because i don't think clone wars or rebels has the cachet of the movies but if they continue especially in live action he could i could see maul and not because i love maul but i could see maul surpassing vader as people i like identifying star wars with that yeah which i think they almost they almost had with kylo i mean it was a little bit forced because he was on all the marketing but i thought they were close with kylo i just yeah you know, when he takes off the mask in Last Jedi, they kiboshed it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I hope it happens, though. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I think, though, more than anything, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing more Adventures of Han and Chewie. Even those should be, like, shorts on Disney+. Plus. But, like, for me, I think just, like, the Kira Maul thing angle. Yeah. And I think, you know, part of their, part of their resistance to this, no pun intended, might be that they don't feel enough people saw Solo. And since yeah. not enough people saw Solo, maybe they're like, well, how do we tell this Kira? Darth-? It's not worth that because they don't know this exists. Yeah, so that yeah. could be a problem. Now, when Solo, I still say on July 9th, I believe it is, when Solo hits Disney Plus, we got, that's what we do. That's the day we take. You take that day and we got everybody that wants Solo 2 to happen and everybody watches right. Solo and yeah. you put it on repeat and you just watch yeah. it for yeah. like a week. Yeah. Like you, that's when you let them know. You say, hey, yeah. this is what we want. And if you, if everybody watches it, you can hashtag all you want. But if you watch Solo, then they'll take notice because then they'll be like, yeah. people are watching this on Disney Plus. You know what? Let's do a Disney Plus series. And then you get that because that would make sense because the people watching it there are going to watch that show and they know it exists. And you know what? Like the true fans out there, you should start watching solo and look for something that's memeable. <laughs> get make a meme now. Get even if it's like kind of has nothing to do with solo, but it's a a picture of like something from solo. Just you know, it's just make like think up a meme that that yeah. makes sense. You know, absolutely. Make solo to happen. Uh, I think it's yeah. July 9th. We. We'll get it together. Maybe we'll reach out to other people and we can be like, let's just all watch. I'll watch it on Disney Plus May 9th. Yeah, I sure. own it and I've watched it on Netflix. I think I will watch yeah. it again because I love that movie. Mostly I just yeah. love Star Wars and I like Darth Maul. All right, odds? Let's 
Do it. Here, tell me how this is brought to us by our beautiful Patreons. Patreons. Thankfully, Andrew Fantasia is not one of them. Good. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, wait. There's <laughs> one missing at the end. Den of Nerds is still one of our Patreons. Oh. Yeah, but I never say it, so I don't worry about it. No, but anyway. <laughs> our Patreons are executive producer Heidi Feder, Al Schuler, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Rachel Alf Al Il- Alf Alford. <laughs> I forgot I had to say it because <laughs> apparently we've been saying it wrong. Sorry, <laughs> Austin Sure, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Rez, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thron, Neil Lowry, D Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play One. Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Charlotte, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and uh, the Den of uh, Nerds. Denim Nerds. We don't still don't know how much denim he actually wears. Denim, denim, denim. He's doing his own trivia show over there because he likes to rip us off. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Scab. <laughs> All right, first thought. Could Mandalorian Season 2 lead into a solo sequel series? Now, you might think that's confusing because Mandalorian takes place many, many years after Solo. However, if could they introduce something in the Mandalorian and then the Solo series be a quote-unquote prequel to that? Hmm. Perhaps. Um if uh, like if you think about it, bringing I, in Bo-Katan is basically yeah, it would be like it would be the exact same. Only we haven't yet met her, whereas now we have, right? So yeah, like that was exactly what I was thinking. Like if you can somehow bring in Maul through the Mandalorians dead. in the, but not him. But you know what I mean? Just like how like the Mandalorians, some of them sided with him with their armor. If like. Somehow you could pull. I don't know how. I kind of lost could, the thread in my head. I, right I would say like the the armorer has the horns, and there was that theory going around that she was right, part right. of that. And the thing is, if you think about it, the Mandalorian uh, production and the Clone Wars season seven production would have been. Yeah. V- the Clone Wars would have started probably ahead, maybe a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. right? Yeah what like maybe it was like a give and take like hey oh that's cool let's use that for yeah, that yeah. like so i mean that yeah. could prove to be legit yeah no the odds of it happening that way 30% i love it though let's do it <laughs> yeah i'm going to go 20% but i also do love it but i just don't think they would i just yeah it's almost hard it's like well we we'll reverse engineer this yeah I don't want to force the Mandalorian to do anything it doesn't want to do. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, let Favreau and Filoni do what they do. Well, if you think, okay, but think of it this way: they're like Fennec Shan, right? Mm. No one's character. I think that's her name. She shows up, she dies, and then oh, by the way, she has a history with Solo. Here's like. It's a bad example, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, no. So I, it, it could just be like, oh, we like this character. Let's bring that character back. Uh, next odd, the odds of a Disney Plus Darth Vader limited series. Hmm. 
Live action or or animated or doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think that's exactly what they need to do. Though, with this whole, like, this is the end of the saga, and then we do something with the characters in it, like, even though it's a side thing, like, it's, you know, like, you can do as many Darth Vader comics as you want. It's not going to change, really, what happens to the Darth Vader in the movies, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't feel like it's the same thing, but... They're so stuck on that idea, like this is the end of the saga, which I think is the right move. But it's just like I don't like how they marketed it so hard, <laughs> and then you know they market the idea of the Skywalker saga, and then the Dark Sabers in it, and you're like, so the Mandalorians part of the Skywalker saga now? <laughs> well, that ad would suggest so. Yeah, so like that's the thing. It's like I wish they wouldn't market themselves into weird corners like this. Mm-hmm. Like if they say the end of the saga, we'd be like, this is the end of this story, and now anything yeah. moving forward is going to be something new. But like really, at the end of the day, it's all Star Wars, so who cares? Uh, I am gonna go forty-five percent live action, eighty percent animated, because I think animated just is a smart move for any of these old old characters right just like just do it this way i'm gonna go full brock yeah i feel like eventually they might be like well we need the big guns focus on vader everybody loves everybody loves them some vader yeah i wrote four odds so i'm gonna pick a third one and we'll save the other one for next week okay Final odd today. The odds of Bryce Dallas Howard directing any sort of solo sequel or spinoff. Oh, uh, hmm. I like that, though. Just like, ha But then she gets fired. And, and then, someone that worked with Lord and Miller gets hired. <laughs> their, their kids get hired. <laughs> the cycle is complete. <laughs> their their um, parents get hired. Yeah, yeah. Um... 25 percent i don't know i just because i don't know what she kind of wants to make you know like i think she's really devoted to star wars but i don't know who she, what she is as a director you know what i mean i know we had one episode and she's doing another episode it's just sort of like what is the type of story she likes to tell yeah. i don't know absolutely i'm gonna go full brock again Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but also I think if it is going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like if if anything with Solo happens, she's going to yeah. get a call. I mean, look how much we now know more about Bryce Dallas Howard just because of Disney Gallery. Yeah. <laughs> In like the like one or two like sound bites she has per episode, that's like oh interesting. <laughs> like it's it's so much different now. So it's like Disney Plus is really setting up something that could enrich all of their properties so like yeah like it's make these little one-off sketch things or whatever like more people are likely to watch a cartoon about darth vader on disney plus if you can hook them with more shows so like keep making mandalorians keep making big big uh whatever feature things that grabs them in and like maybe not even star wars specifically like with the avengers like just try to cross pollinate somehow i don't know I, it, I think it's just a great move so they fly now 
They fly now. <laughs> Hollow news. Hollow news. Hollow news. It's the Hollow news. Uh, the Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Uh, talking about uh, enriching their properties. There is a new Star Wars VR uh, game coming out called Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge made by Lucasfilm's own entertainment studio ILM X Lab or ILM Plus Lab. I never know what the undercase X means anymore. Uh, They're developing another one. I think they did one prior. So this one is going to be, I believe, on Oculus Rift. But at this point, I'm sure there's cross-platforming with VRs. I don't know, uh, but it is going to connect the player with the Galaxy's Edge uh, theme park at Disney World in California and Florida, or Disney World, Florida, <laughs> Disneyland is California. Sorry about that. Um, so it's sort of, if you've been to the park, you will like this game because it will enrich the stories that they're telling there and like, if you've never been, this is a good way to experience the park uh, in general. Uh, they say ILM at Labs is saying that this will promote uh, story living, which will allow you to be inside a world making consequential choices that drive your experience forward. So it's sort of go in and have a new experience every time, which is new for them, apparently. Uh, so yeah, that will be coming out. I don't have a date, but they are working on it. So if you're an Oculus Rift person or VR in general, look out for this one. And in even more important news, Disney World in Orlando plans to reopen July 11th, uh, as it was announced this week with the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force. That's quite a title. Uh, the theme park will open Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on the 11th, and Epcot and Hollywood Studios will follow on July 15th. So those of you wanting to check out Galaxy's Edge, it's going to reopen there. Uh, of course, there will be new uh, standards and practices. Uh, I believe they will not have uh, parades anymore for the time being. There will be no, uh, what do you call those things at night? Uh, fireworks there will be no fireworks uh, obviously because it's <laughs> creating massive groups of people uh there will be of course plexiglass barriers you will be required to wear a mask but you know what they are going to open and they will try to keep it safe for everyone so anyone going please please be safe also the star wars hotel has continued construction uh i believe they're starting to take reservations i'm not quite sure but yeah it is once again, being built. And in our final story tonight, or today, or this afternoon, whenever you're watching or listening to this, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge has been announced. It will premiere June 3rd, 2020, with two full episodes that test young Padawan's strength, knowledge, and bravery in a series of trials designed to discover who is capable of becoming a Jedi Knight. The 10-episode series will debut on StarWarsKids.com and the official Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, which currently hosts Galaxies of Adventures, The Clone Wars Fun Facts, and a whole bunch of fun crafts. So check it out. Uh... Oh, James, what's the... who's the guy that plays Jar Jar Binks? Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best is the host 
He's back in Star Wars. He's not Jar Jar Binks. He's a Jedi Master slash host. Check it out. And this has been your Hollow News. Bam, top five. James, before we get to top five, was this show not supposed to be on Disney Plus? This show? The, the Rebel yeah, Scum Podcast. Yeah, Rebel Jedi Temple Challenge. As far as I know, it was created for Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, but in this story I read, it was only on YouTube, so I'm a little confused. Weird decision, once again. Especially since they just like premiered uh, Big Fibber or whatever. Did you see this on Disney Plus? Yeah, it's I a game it, show it. almost identical to this. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's. I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Me too. Uh, who knows? You know, not where enough con- not, I, not enough content on Disney Plus. Let's put it on YouTube. Yeah, let's, you know what, let's just re- remember that all I do is cut and paste when I do Hollow News. Uh, anyways, <laughs> on to, uh, what's our top five? Top five, yeah. Solo, a Star Wars story moments and celebration of Make Solo 2 maybe happen. <laughs> uh, top five Solo moments? The shootout at the end when Beckett gets shot. I really like that moment. <laughs> That's your number five? That's my number five. My number five is when you get to meet... Uh, mistress or lady proxima mm, love it i oh, want more i have uh <laughs> what's the other guy's name mr oh uh, um, mr tumnus he's right there i like james him. mcavoy yeah moloch <laughs> james mcavoy <laughs> mr tumnus by the way apparently netflix is doing like the whole narnia of like seven movies or something the what Narnia, Netflix is doing like. All oh, of them. really? Yeah, I was like, "What, what is, is this for real?" Or is I love. Yeah, I love every single one of those movies. <laughs> uh, have you read the books? Oh, of course. So good. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was like you have to read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" And I loved it. And then the, I saw the BBC they, movie, and I didn't love it. Oh, so good. I was like, so no, I was like, I I was snooty as a child. I was always like, no, <laughs> I remember. When I was in grade one, first grade, for all of you, the word, we had to watch, we had to read uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And yeah. This is, I was, how old are you in the first grade? Eight? Nine? No. Ten? No, you're like six or seven. Yeah, so anyway, we read, we read this. Now it's like a grade four book. I'm like morons. So I'm reading this mm-hmm. book and uh, they're like, we're going to watch the movie. And I was like, oh, and this is like 1988, 89, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, we watch this movie. They're like, it's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I was like, well, that's wrong. So the movie plays out, and I was like, <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> I was like this little kid, like, I came home and I complained to my mom. I was so, so pissed off at this movie. I was like, but the book does this in the movie to this. Mom's like, well, they make changes. I was like, but why? And then I had, and then skip ahead five years, six years. I'm now in the sixth grade, celebrating my twelfth birthday, eleventh, and I go see this movie called Jurassic Park based on this book that I loved. <laughs> so pissed off. <laughs> I was like, why? Why they do that? <laughs> uh, the book's quite good, actually. <laughs> it is, but it's. I, I've learned to really enjoy the movie, but I have to separate it. Like, but as a kid, yeah, I, yeah. that's how I was as a kid. Though, same with Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I liked the the, the BBC one. I liked more than the other adaptations of those. Mm. Of, but I was still like, but it's missing this. It doesn't. Have, I'm like, <laughs> oops, whoa, earthquake. I'm very hard to please when it comes to book to movies. 
Oh yeah, especially I've, with Lion Witch and Wardrobe in the newer movie, it's like there's whole like yeah, there's like at least a 15 minute scene that like doesn't occur in the well, book the because ending. it's not happening. Yeah, well, I did, I did the like the, the new movies. I was able to enjoy because I, like I said, as yeah. I get older, I I can separate things. Like, I still haven't watched the Bourne, yeah. I haven't watched the Bourne movies yet because I'm just like, well, Matt Damon is not Jason Bourne, and I hear he's great, <laughs> but I'm just like, I can't, I can't watch it. Anyway, you're number. Wait, four. Did you? Did I didn't. We do did four. five. Okay, the opening chase scene is my number. Oh yeah. Right after yeah. Proxima when he's in the car and he gets stuck in the. I like that a lot. My number four is going to be the train chase. Uh, it's oh. just nice. My dad's least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> because why is there? A tra- I didn't need a train. I thought it was cool. Uh. <laughs> My phone autocorrected Kessel to Kessler. So the Kessler <laughs> heist, the heist on Kessler, uh, the Kessel heist, when they go there and and uh, and Beckett's wearing the Lando suit from Return of the Jedi. And then, yeah, yeah. and then Kira does the Kira's Kira, whatever it's called. And, uh, and anyway, all of that. I love that. <laughs> my number three is going to be, Oh God, I had in my head. What was it? Da, 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 da. Oh, God. I know what two and one are. Uh, um, oh, I guess Chew, Chewie and Han meet for the first time. Mm, I, I think thought, that is just perfect. I thought our one and two would be similar, but my number two is meeting Chewie. Chewie and Han meeting for the first time. Ah. Two. What's your number two? My number two is uh, Lando and Han playing cards. Mm. Everything about that scene is just cool looking. Scene, it's yeah. just like visually like great scene. Uh, my number one, Darth Maul. Same, Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth Maul, the face of Star Wars. You know, it's like the choice they made at the midnight hour or whatever they're saying is, the 12th hour, the 13th yeah. hour, the 13th hour. And it's just like, no, it still works. <laughs> the only problem I have with it is that they don't have a, pl- like, there's no f- forward thinking on it. It was just, it works, but it's cool. But why? Again, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Now it's awesome that Kira goes with him, but why? Yeah, that's yeah, all I want. Exactly. So give us that answer uh, in Solo Two, the Disney Plus series, Kira <laughs> or whatever. I don't really care. All right. Oh, I remember what my original number three was: uh, the reveal of Emphy's nest, which like oh. makes no sense, but still like that's cool. <laughs> that was almost my uh, on yeah. my list, but didn't make it. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. This has been the 171st episode, Brock. Wow. Anyway, I have to get back to work. Okay, bye. Uh, All right. Well, you would say that. You know why? Because you were always... I'm James. He's Brock. And he (laughs) was always... Wow. 171. And you still don't know that I'm scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.